Welcome to the Great American Collectibles Show, heard Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on PSA.com and the PSA Facebook page. The Great American Collectibles Show is brought to you by PSA and the National Sports Collectors Convention. Tonight's headlines are brought to you by Sports Collectors Daily. For all of your hobby news, features, and more, visit sportscollectorsdaily.com. And now, your hosts, Tom Zappala and Rico Petroselli. Rico P, baby, how are you? Hi. <laughs> you know, why do you start? Can't, can't no, you? I just uh, feel like the, the rain man. <laughs> Go why, ahead. Why, why is that? Because you can't see yourself? Yeah, what's part of the reason? <laughs> hey, listen. Welcome yeah. to the, uh, I was going to say the Sicilian corner. Welcome to the Great American <laughs> Collectible Show. Oh, it's nice to be here. Tom Zapp with Red Sox Hall of Famer, Rico Perinelli. Is it, pa- how do you pronounce Pepperoni. That? Pepperoni. Rico yeah, Pepperoni. Yeah, with cheese. Hey, Rick, I got to tell you something. I, Go ahead. Somebody posted uh, on one of the Red Sox Legends Facebook page. I think I sent it to you. Man. What? Did you What they s- post? They had a picture of you on Red Sox Legends Facebook page, right? Yeah. You would not believe how many comments you got with your fan base in Boston still after all these years. There were some really nice things said. I mean, there were like several hundred comments. Rico's the best. We love Rico. Oh, yeah. As God be my dude. Oh, all right. Sure. So congrats. All right, listen. Thank you. We got a good show today. We've got Mike Prove, Mike Provenzal from... Heritage is going to be joining us shortly. Actually, you know something? Let's bring in Probe right now. Let's bring in Probe, and then I'll do the headlines. Hi, Michael. How you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Well, we're, oh, there you go. thanks for being halved. We, we're glad you're here. Oh, beard, beard looks. Petroselli promised me he's going to grow a beard, Mike. Six My, months uh, later, we'll see it. Little yeah, at least six. A little goatee. All right, listen. Before we get to Michael, our headline. From our good friends at sportscollectorsdaily.com, Joe Orlando joins Collectible. Joe Orlando, who stepped down from his post as CEO of Collectors Universe last summer, will become an executive with the fractional shares platform, Collectible. Orlando spent 22 years with, with the Collectors Universe, and then Collectible launched as sort of every fan's investment platform for sports cards and memorabilia in 2020 offering low-cost shares to buyers via an IPO. The company also offers stock market-like daily trading. Several items offered via the platform have been sold through offers from private buyers, resulting in profits for shareholders. Quote, Collectibles has quickly established itself as the leading fractional platform in the sports collectibles industry, Orlando stated. While their results speak for themselves, this is just the beginning. The hobby is evolving quickly with a large number of new participants and innovations. Collectible is in a leading position to facilitate growth for the market by serving as a crucial first entry point for many new to the hobby, while also providing additional and alternative opportunities for longtime investors and collectors. You can read the entire article by going to our good friend Rich Muller at sportscollectorsdaily.com. Get the hobby news 24-7 at sportscollectorsdaily.com. Prove, what are your thoughts about Joe O and Collectible? Great hire. Uh, one of the most knowledgeable people in the industry and one of the nicest and well-liked and well-respected. 
you can't find anyone who doesn't uh, like him. So that is a great hire. And if he's the position, it sounds like he's going to be in dealing with people, educating people uh, out front. That's a great role for him. Pro, before we get into uh, some some of the mind boggling things that you guys have done in the last week or two, um, we were talking before the show about this fractional buying thing. And I said, you know, uh, Rico has investments. I have investments. We have financial advisors. You Let's get for, into your portfolios right now. Well, <laughs> we don't want to do that. But point being is that you're always, you know, my advisor uh, will call up Ellen and I and say, hey, look, at, you know, I'm moving this from here to here. Or you, you may want to pick up a few shares of this. In fractional buying, I think that's the only thing that's missing. Why don't these fractional buying companies like Collectible have an advisor for collectors? And I got uh, just, be just before, yeah, I, what is, could you just go over in plain English what, what that is? What does it do? You, uh, you could have five people buy, a bunch of people buy. Exactly. Why don't you talk, tell us, uh, you know, yeah. what's your take on it, Mike, how it works? Uh, so it's kind of like the stock market that you're buying pieces of an item. Uh, the platform or whichever one it may be uh, purchases or acquires an item and then they sell shares in it and people can buy a piece of it. So it, it's a cool concept that, you know, not everyone can afford a Mickey Mantle game worn jersey. But uh, you can if you think that's a good investment, which obviously it is, you can get a piece of it up to whatever your disposable income is or whatever you want to invest. And then, Rick, once you Probably buy into minimum. it. No, seriously, once you buy a share or five shares or 20 shares, however, then what you can do on this site is you actually can monitor, just like the stock market, mm. the direction that the item or the card is going in. Is it going up? Is it going down? And you can you can liquidate at any time. If it goes up 15%, you can sell oh, your wow. share. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can sell your great. shares. Just like the stock market. Then the other thing is this. Um, if someone comes in, Let's say there's a fifty thousand uh, dollar nineteen thirty three Gaudi Babe Ruth. The value of the card is fifty thousand. They've sold all the shares, but somebody comes in and offers sixty thousand for the card to buy. Then the company goes back to the shareholders and says, "Okay, guys, we can sell this card for sixty thousand. You guys have to vote. If they sell it, then they split the 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 uh, uh, you know the assets uh, sure. according to how much you have invested. So it's it's actually a pretty cool concept. Well, has, right. have, have, have this have these type of companies been around before? Uh, last couple of years, pro pretty pretty recent. I mean, I think a lot of them started four or five years ago, but in this uh, boom in the last two years, it's become very popular and profitable. Right. Yeah. All right, Michael, you guys shattered. I don't want to say broke. You shattered a couple of records in the last couple of weeks. Uh, amazing. Talk about the mantle jersey. That's one of the coolest pieces we've had the opportunity to handle. Uh, it was the third time we sold it. And every time a little bit more information has come out about it. The last time we had found out he wore it in his uh, when he hit his penultimate home run. And the guy who purchased it since then found out he was able to match it to his final game as a Yankee, uh, his last at bat. So it ended up selling for 2.1 million, uh, a great sign of how technology and information have advanced and how that can affect uh, top tier items like that. 
Prove, here's a little backstory. Go ahead. You say I'll, it. I'll say it. Go ahead. Guess at that when he had that jersey on and his last at bat, he hit a pop-up. Guess who caught it? Rico caught it. That was in our description as well. It le- leapt off the page at me, in fact. Jeez, you hold uh, on to that is, ball. This no, is good news. It. Look, uh, <laughs> tell the guy who bought it that <clears throat> I'll sign it for 50000 <laughs> Isn't that reasonable? <laughs> no, but Rico, you're you think, kidding me. Rick, think about the ball. If you had the uh, ball and hadn't flipped it onto the pitcher's mound. Who the hell knew? Who knew? Pro, what would that story okay. of my life? We're going to ask the pro here, the pro pro pro. The last ball ever hit by Mantle, Petroselli catches it. What would that ball be worth today? Well, the last jersey was 2.1, but this one you're bringing Rico into it. So I'm going to say 2.5 million probably easy well, 2.5 million you just toss back it, to the pitcher uh, right there hold it hold give me you know you did that honey, you did, give me smelling salts fast rico you did it twice you did it with his ball and you did it with longborg when you caught yeah, the pop-up for the 67 right? oh yeah uh-huh. that's good thanks for reminding me that's uh really good good memories all right so oh, Pro, well what the hell you sold the mantle for 2.5 now tell us about the tickets So that's been a surging part of the industry and a huge sale for tickets this weekend. Uh, We set over 30 records for ticket prices. And of course, the biggest one was the overall record, the most ever paid for a ticket, 480,000 for the Jackie debut ticket. Uh, That, as you said, shattered the record, which was 260,000. And a, a great piece, you know, that is American history right there. That could be in the Smithsonian. Uh, so a huge item. And then right behind it at 468,000 was the only known full ticket from Michael Jordan's debut. Uh, you know, it's so- funny because I paid forty nine ninety five for the Petroselli uh, debut <laughs> ticket from 1964. <laughs> did you get a, money. did you get a rebate? That, that's going up in value. That's going up in value. For yeah. Sure. Oh, sure. <laughs> okay. Well, Let's I'll tell see. you, Mike, that is, that's amazing. Yeah. What's, pretty, what's going on down the road? What do you guys exciting. have coming up? You always have something going on. So we have our March showcase auctions launching tomorrow, over 1,100 items, everything you could want. And we're finishing up our May catalog auction that's going to be launching in April. Um, and then we've got the platinum auction this summer at the National. So we're taking in consignments and always plenty to bid at, uh, bid on whatever level you bid at, whether you like $2 million jerseys, or you're looking for the uh, $300 card to complete your set. We've got all that at ha.com. Good Did you, you say at the national, some, you're going to do something at the national? You're having an auction there live? We're not, have it, we're not having oh, a live oh, oh, oh. auction, but our okay. platinum auction, every item in the auction will be on display at the national. So wow, nice. uh, we always go all out. We're really looking forward to it again. Back in Atlantic Good City, thing. that's a I'm, fun city to have. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of going there, but I'm not. Rico, we're mind. gonna get we're gonna get uh, Mo, we're gonna get Mo and Larry up with us, uh, <laughs> Provenzal and Derek Grady. We're gonna get them up on stage with us for the show. You know, <laughs> yeah, and then we'll hit the Mike, craps he, tables afterwards, right, guys? He's, he's got a lot of nerve. You know what I'm calling anybody, uh, Mo, Larry. Take your tad off, Curly. <laughs> All right, Michael, we love you. And uh, yeah, Mike, take care. Say hi to Grady, Mike Provenzal. As you're always, guys. Have a good one. Everyday auctions.
Uh, Rico, uh, Mike's a good guy, huh? Provenzal, what a nice, oh, kid. terrific guy. Nice really kid, is. really and, uh, is. He's got do a good a great sense job. of humor. He actually laughs at our jokes. I know he does. Talk Another guy that laughs at our jokes. By the way, we're going to bring in right now. Oh yeah, Jordan Gilroy from Leland's. Jordan, how are you, brother? Hey, Jordan. Good. Happy Friday. Happy yeah. Friday to you. How are things in uh, beautiful uh, Pennsylvania? Uh, New Jersey. New Jersey, it, same thing. Same. 30, 33 degrees. Could be better. Oh, wow. Heat well, wave. That, that is uh, just not too good. Rico, what's the temp there? We got 80 over here. Where I got you? 86. Do you really? Wow. Too much. Too wow. much. Well, Jordan, thanks for joining us. Uh, first of all, how's Hef doing? Great. Yeah, on the road as usual. Did you uh, did you happen to see the image? Oh, you saw the images, right? From the book, from yeah. the new book. Did new they book. come out? Yeah, they really came out cool. They're uh, awesome. Really, oh my god! Yeah, Chris Chrissy Good from uh, PSA did the photography. She did a bang up job. We are so pleased. Uh, I, Ellen and I were talking about it. I think that these photos for this book are the best we've ever had, and uh, any of the one of the books that we've produced. So, nice. very, very, very pleased. Amazing. All right, listen, uh, by the way, our giveaway today, we have an On Deck with Rico Paricelli, and we have our regular giveaway, and we have two autographed Rico Petricelli, beautiful eight and a half by 11. Rico, you are one handsome dude, man. I got to tell you. Well, I, I took that, uh, what, two weeks ago uh, <laughs> down in Florida? <laughs> You really I, were good. Good looking, I, I, nice looking I, guy. I, I get you. I I can uh, get you more of those pictures. I mean, before. well, that'd be nice. And we're going to be pulling out of the Staten Island Joe Marino cheap bag later on uh, yeah. for our winners. But let's get to uh, Jordan. Jordan, you're going to hang with us for a while. Um, we're going to talk for a few minutes, then take a break, and then you'll be back with us. But tell us about the Brady ticket and the football right out of the gate on your auction. Yeah, sure. lots one two. Uh, I mean, everyone knows we sold the first touchdown ball in June, but now we have the second or well, the last touchdown one. And it's just I can't believe that someone in the public even had it. And the fact that they're selling it now is really smart. And um, I hope Brady stays retired for the buyer's sake. But sure. I mean, you know, it'd be nice to see him play again. Um, but no, the card is awesome, too. It's a PSA 8. It is the second PSA champ ticket of Brady to come out in the last year. And, you know, the brand is speaking for itself. It's over a million dollars already. Unbelievable. Rico, you watched yeah. the uh, the Tampa Bay game when Antonio Brown had that little uh, meltdown. Yes, yes. So that's number three on our, on our bullet list. Tell us about the Antonio Brown shirt that you guys got. Along with the glove and what else? Something else you got? His jock strap or something? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> so we actually sold one of the gloves that he threw into the stands in uh, one of our pop-up auctions about a month ago. Sold for just under seventeen thousand dollars. So then the person who caught the other glove was like, "All right, can you sell mine too?" And now we have it in the auction right now, um, alongside the shirt. And it's so funny. The person that consign the shirt sent us a photo of a selfie that he took with the shirt in his seat saying like i caught antonio brown shirt oh my gosh so now whoever bought the first glove could complete the trifecta if they oh, really wanted gosh. to can really i cool. say something may yeah, i make Rick. a comment i can Absolutely. make a comment. antonio brown now he leaves the ball team at uh, the team goes his shirts and he's uh he's had problems all his life i mean you know uh, uh, i I wish him the best for that with the, with all of that. 
He has. What makes the person want to buy his shirt? A guy that's had, I mean, what he's done is really, if you will, the only word treason is the word for his, on his team. He left the team. Okay. He didn't give a crap about the team winning or anything else. He cared only about himself. All right. He could have gone to the coach afterwards and have it out with him, whatever he wanted to say. Okay. But what he did in front of everybody that embarrassed the organization, but I would think it embarrassed him. So, but my point is why would a person want to buy this? Let's say it's negative. Okay. Just because there's what was done. It's the what infamy was, of the item, isn't it, Jordan? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's, it's kind of bragging rights in a way um, uh -huh. um, because you see it on TV and it, it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's this historical item. And, you know, there are some people out there that love Antonio Brown still. So there's well, some true. people that, you know, well, he is love what he athlete. did. And, you know, yeah, there, I guess there are two sides to it. Like, I agree with what you're saying, but, you know, there could be huge Antonio Brown fans out there that might agree with what he did and they want the items or they think it's going to go up in value over the next five, 10 years and they want to buy it now. Um, yeah. I don't, I think that, you know, it, it might not be remembered for 10, 20 years, like that big of a historical moment, but right now it's, yeah. it's big news. And, you know, Rico, not only that, but it, it would be like, like when you took Pepitone's wig and threw it into the stands. Now, if I would have known, Right? Right. You throw it into the stands. Some guy catches it. And guess what? It becomes a really valuable piece of memorabilia. Instead, yeah. what did you do? You put it back on his head. Well, which, I had which to. Was a the, glue, the glue hadn't dried yet. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, uh, but. Go ahead. No, I, I get it. I, I, I get it. I just wanted to, just wanted to say, I, there wasn't there a bat that was it? Uh, Johnny uh, Roseboro. Well, Ripken. Uh, uh, Ripken had a bat and on the handle, you know, we put on numbers. Oh, yeah, got, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, a yeah. swear word, the, the, you know, and that would, somebody bought it for a pretty good price. And, uh, you know, because it's different than you, you don't see it. I, I get it. I get it. Okay. No, yeah, and, and, yeah, you know, unfortunately, you're right. And that's, that's just the, the way it all works. Yeah. Yep. Hey, uh, Jordan, you know, we were talking uh, to Mike Provenzal. I want to get your take on, uh, the whole concept of fractional buying. Uh, and then we're going to get into obviously some of the cool stuff you guys are doing. So do you get involved with that at all? Not, not so much. No, we kind of stay in our, our lane, stick to auctions and maybe in the future, but not right now. No. You know, cause we were just talking about it, how, you know, uh, at first the concept for me personally, I, I couldn't wrap my arms around it, but you know, after reading about it, you know, obviously, when Joe took the job, I, I dug in and I said, look, I really want to learn about this stuff. And for an average collector, it could actually be a beneficial thing, you know, for that guy that can't spend, you know, you know, a half a million dollars on, on an item. Uh, so I think that it does it is going to have its benefits for, uh, you know, the, the, the common hobbyist working guy. And they're, that's their business. That's their whole business, right, Jordan? I mean, you guys, if you went into it, you'd you'd have, it, it would be a, a department, let's say, of your of your company. Good point. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, 
I wanted to ask you about the influx of modern cards, uh, Jordan. I mean, it's like amazing uh, how many modern cards are being graded versus vintage. Are you guys seeing a lot of that? Yeah, and we did a lot of vintage up until like two years ago, and we still are, but now modern is taking over. There are just so many case breaks and people trying to liquidate and take advantage of this market that there's just so much supply but luckily, the demand surpasses it by, by far. Good. We're chatting with uh, Jordan Gilroy from Leland's. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we want to talk about the auction. I want to talk about those Brown Brother photos, too. Those are really, really cool. Hang in All there. Right. We'll be right back. Since 1996, Brian Drent and the staff at Denver's Mile High Card Company have led the charge in the collectibles hobby. Mile High is a full-service dealer specializing in buying and selling cards and offers a competitive consignment program for all collectors. Whether it be their computerized want list service, appraisals, or auction services, Mile High has it all. If you've been searching for a company with a selection of high-grade vintage 1888 to 1970 baseball cards and memorabilia that shares your passion, aim high, Mile High. Go to milehighcardco.com or call 303-840-2784 for more information. Let's go! Batter up! Hi everyone, this is Rico Petroselli. JustCollect.com, a leader in the vintage sports card industry, is giving free appraisals on your vintage cards. They'll evaluate your collection for free and let you know the value of it at no cost and no obligation. If you're ready to sell, JustCollect.com will offer you industry-leading prices to buy your card collection. To begin your free baseball card appraisal, visit JustCollect.com or call them at 732-828-2261. That's JustCollect.com for your free vintage card appraisals and top buy prices for your cards. Check out JustCollect.com today. Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auction and Collectibles Company. If you're looking to maximize your return on your sports cards and collectibles, look no further. We at Memory Lane Auction House offer you several options to achieve top dollar for your collectibles. Whether you're looking to auction or sell privately, we're the number one choice with over 17 years in the hobby. Nobody will work harder to achieve your goals. Just call us today at 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-5263. L-A-N-E, or visit us on the web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Go with the best. Go with Memory Lane. This is Brian Drent, president of Mile High Card Company. Is your sports card and memorabilia collection properly insured? For easily replaced personal property, homeowner's insurance is all most people need. But for prized possessions that you may have spent a lifetime collecting, it doesn't go nearly far enough. Collectibles Insurance Services has been insuring for over 50 years. They offer a full range of protection and a $0 deductible at an affordable rate with no appraisals required. I know because they insure my collection. If you have a minute, go to collectinsure.com and learn more about insuring your personal card or memorabilia collection. How would you like to own the bat that was used by your favorite player when he hit that towering home run or game-winning base hit? Now look no further than JT Sports, specializing in the sale and authentication of professional game-used bats. 
As the official authenticators of professional model game used bats for PSA DNA, JT Sports will guarantee the authenticity of any bat purchased from them. JT Sports also buys and sells game-worn uniforms, gloves, and baseball equipment. The unique quality of the collectible is what JT Sports is all about. Give them a call at 609-487-8003 or check them out at GameUseBats.com. Now on deck with Rico Paracelli. Rico Paracelli. <laughs> Hi, my name is Willie. Time for On Deck with Rico Paracelli. Okay, it is time for our On Deck segment with our man Rico brought to you by our good friend Brian Dwyer and the great staff at REA Auctions. Don't forget to get your bid in by going to robertedwardauctions.com. That's Robert Edward Auctions for extraordinary results and extraordinary service. All right, Rick, this week's question yes. uh, was submitted by a gentleman whose name is Joel Wald for this signed Rico Petricelli picture. And this is actually kind of a cool question. Oh, really? Rico, Rico, yeah. did, did yeah. signing autographs when you played become a chore before and after games? And also, how much time did you spend signing autographs before and after games? Well, uh, when we went out, out to the uh, parking lot where we parked our cars, there were people, kids and people uh, <clears throat> all over, you know, trying to get autographs. And so in all honesty, I, I couldn't stand them. I hated their guts. <laughs> Stop <And> it. <laughs> I would not give autographs because it was uh, very tough to get my fingers through those little, uh, you know, hurricane fences or little squares or whatever, <laughs> you know, to get them and sign. So I said, the hell with you is all. I said, I'm not signing another thing. And that's it. <sighs> okay. No, no, I don't believe that for one. Well, iota. Of course not. No, of course not. No, I signed. I didn't mind to sign, but a bunch of us uh, would stay 20 minutes or so. Couldn't get everybody, but it really is a lot of people there. But we enjoyed it, and uh, the, the the fans were great. The Boston fans really, they're terrific. Fans. So, like when you're signing autographs, like I, like I know at Fenway it's easy going into the dugout. There's always kids hanging out there by the by the stands, and you're signing. Do does like management finally come out and say, "Okay, guys, you got to bring it in now"? Or I mean, did you ever get the word from management when you were signing? Well, it was the uh, the guys who were. Uh, <clears throat> What do you call them? Um, security guys would come in with a whip, hit the hit kids over the head, knock them out, and take them out of there. So we didn't have to worry about that. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. So just one last question. We're going to get back to Jordan. Oh, sure. Off the, off the top of your head, was there ever like a really weird place you signed an autograph, an item that was like really, that sticks out in your mind? Well, in the bathroom. In the Red Sox bathroom. Yeah, really? they yeah, oh, it stunk when this was years ago, right after I retired. I went to a game, went to the bathroom, and uh, it was terrible. The guy says, Hey Rico, hey, Rico, yeah, can, can I have your autograph? And say, Where? I said, Where? <laughs> uh, I he says, Oh, I got a piece of paper. Yeah, okay. So I signed it. And in the rest it. in the restroom at Fenway Park. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like big <laughs> Very funny. Thing. Very uh, funny. Uh, All right. So, Joel, uh, congratulations. Uh, you get the Rico Petroselli signed eight and a half uh, by whatever. 
10. I, whatever, eight and a half yeah, by 11. That's it. Don't worry. Hey, Jordan, tell us about the Brown Brothers photos. I found those very intriguing. Oh, yeah. Um, the first time they're actually being shown to the public, you know, we have photos of Einstein, Houdini, a couple beautiful photos of Martin Luther King Jr., Abe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Ty Cobb. I mean, just so many photos. And a lot of them were certified by PSA, a lot of type ones, some type two and threes, but real, real images that you won't find on Google. Like you can't find a picture of MLK sitting with his family in his living room at his house. You just can't find so, that. Very so, cool. So, yeah. It's, it's great just stuff. incredible content. Wow. What about, uh, see this, well, let me ask you about the Packers Super Bowl ring. Somebody on the Packers. Uh, what year was that? I mean, who was it? Uh, Bob Schnelker. That was the first. It was Super Bowl one. He was a uh, he was a wow. coach. Yeah, uh, nice. I tell you what. I, re I remember that game, Rick. You remember that uh, Super uh, uh, Packers? Uh, no, was I was a, too young. Uh, no, it was a it was Packers Kansas City, right? Yeah, it was the Packers Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, right. Yeah, and the, and the Packers crushed them. Wow. And uh, at, well, they beat them. They beat them pretty handily. Um, What's the, what's the favorite, one single favorite piece, Jordan, that you have handled? Oof. Um, I would probably say Brady's first touchdown ball, because mm -hmm. I brought that one in personally. And, you know, when you hold that ball in your hand and then you keep watching all the videos on TV, you're like, wow, that ball, like this was the ball in that video. And it has so much history behind it. And it made it from you know, that stadium 20 years ago, and now it's in my hands in New Jersey. I mean, you know, there are cards that have sold for a lot more money, but sure. it's cardboard, I think. So there's really no his historical importance. You know, but, I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm agreeing with you. I'm really starting to gravitate towards uh, some of the memorabilia. I mean, I love cards, but you're, 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 you know, there's something there. When you're handling a piece of a bat, a football, a baseball, I kind of find that very, very, very cool. Who caught that pass? Does anybody know? I believe it was Terry Glenn. Wow. I want to say. Wow. Who, actually, I think he passed away last yeah, year. Yeah, he, he, he was killed wow. in a he was killed in a car accident. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Shame. Interesting. Uh, we're chatting with uh, Jordan Gilroy from uh, Leland's. What about your collection, your personal collection? I've been consolidating a lot because I have so much FOMO and I had so much stuff and trying to buy and sell and trade all the time while actually doing my job. Like I would wait until after hours to try to do my personal stuff. Um, but now I kind of just wanted to put all my stuff into one, two or three things, let it sit there, cure my FOMO. So I don't have to go on eBay 24 seven and try to find the next deal. Now I'm just, I'm hanging out. I'm chilling. Good for you, Rick. Well, it says here uh, that uh, there's Hef's collection. Uh, Hef's, is that uh, you, Hefner? From uh... <laughs> no, seriously. Anyway. Well, I would think he'd have a lot of things. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, Josh, yeah. What do you? Crazy yeah, <laughs> yeah, and really. No, tell us about Hef's collection. Is, yeah, does, does yeah. Mike? Does Mike? I mean, I was in his. I was blown away, blown away yeah. when I when I was there. Um, I, I was just shocked. Tell us about it because uh, how do you describe his collection? 
I mean, saying amazing and incredible just really doesn't do it justice. Um, you know, you see these, you go through an old Leland's catalog or any other catalog and you look at these insane items that sold 15, 20 years ago and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe someone sold that. That's the kind of stuff he went after and he didn't show it off. And, you know, his, if he made an inventory spreadsheet of all his items, your jaws would drop by the first item and then it just would get better and better and better. It's, it's I mean, I, I would say a good portion of Mike Hefner's collection is worthy of the hall of fame. Uh, absolutely. I mean, just, I mean, just his bat collection. I, I mean, I don't even know how many hundreds of bats he has, but you know, you're not just, you know, you're not talking bats signed by, uh, you know, Spike Owen. We're talking bats, you know, the who's who of baseball. Same thing with game use jerseys, signed baseballs. But then he had some other really cool stuff like uh, the Brooks's, that the commemorative uh, gold glove that was given to Brooks Robinson. You know, just crazy. But do crazy. collectors... Uh, Jordan and both uh, uh, you, Tom, I mean, all the stuff that he had, I mean, did he work? I mean, he must have had to travel, you know, a long distance, go to shows. Uh, how, you know, how how did he get all this stuff? I mean, it wasn't like, you know, it happened uh, down the street. I mean, a collector has got to really travel. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And well, luckily, well, him and Josh started Leland's in the 80s. And at that time, there was no competition. I mean, Josh would tell me stories of how people would, there would be 20 people lined up to go to him because everyone knew that he bought everything. Yeah. So they had everyone going to them. And now there's a lot more competition. So it's not as easy. And the prices are insane. It's more of an industry than a hobby. But yeah, he was in from the ground floor, got these amazing items. Mm -hmm. There weren't a hundred people going after it. Uh, prices were not as public as they are now. There were no comparisons. So, you know, you could have bought a Babe Ruth game used bat for five or 10 grand. And now it costs that much just to authenticate it. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I, you know, the first thing Hef said to us when we went over there for the photo shoot was, I got to tell you, I'm a hoarder. And I said, no, nah, it can't be. And when I walked in, it was like, oh my God, Rico, you're, you know, you're, you, you like to dabble in music. He must have 25 electric guitars that were owned by guys yeah. like Jimi Hendrix or, oh, you know, I mean, I mean, just amazing, you know, yeah, yeah. game used electric guitars is what I call them. Just, yeah. a, just an amazing array. Um, I wanted to ask you about the, uh, the cards in your auction, Jordan. You got some T3s, T206s, T205s. You have a hell of a nice array of cards. Can you talk about some of those? Yes, sure. Well, I'll start, I'll kind of start with like the 30s stuff because we have some insane vintage signed cards. The 33 Gaudi Ruth that's signed, 34 Gaudi Garrig that's signed. And usually they're just authentic, but they're in pretty good shape. You know, the Gehrig is the highest graded example uh, with a beautiful autograph. The Gehrig, uh, no, the Ruth is a PSA 3, which is awesome for a signed card. Absolutely. But then for T206s and the earlier cards, we do have large uh, like group collections, Hall of Fame lots, singles of guys like Cobb and Walter Johnson and Matthewson. Just a little bit of, of everything. We like to do the expensive stuff and then also offer the kind of, you know, 
not dealer lots, but more affordable for the people that don't want to spend 20 grand on, on one card. Have the TSO six sets cards lost any of their steam in your opinion? Oh no, the complete opposite. Actually, I think people are growing and realizing how well rare they are. Sure. There are some, like there's a lot of them out there, but they're all over a hundred years old. Just the fact that they exist is amazing in itself. And then if you get a card that is a five or a six and it's a hundred years old, that's more impressive than getting an eight or a nine for a card. You just pulled out of a pack at target. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, mm. Same thing with T205s. I mean, T205s, I know they're hard to get in a high grade because they're because of the, the way they were they were made and they're delicate with chipping. But T205s uh, seem to have picked up a head of steam the last year or two also. T205s are getting so expensive. People are like, all right, what's the next best thing that's going to blow up and become expensive? Let me buy it now when it's not really you know, out of hand. It's affordable kind of. You know, you can get a Cobb T205 for almost half the price of a T206. Unbelievable. We are chatting with Jordan, Jordan Gilroy from Leland's. Hey, Rico, uh, why don't you take a minute to talk about our good friend, James Fiorentino, and some of the wonderful things that he's doing. Marijuana. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me go. Please. James. Well, this this is unbelievable. He's a great kid. Uh, I, I gotta read great this kid. for you, folks. Great. I couldn't re I couldn't uh, memorize this. So, if you want to own a piece of sports history at an affordable price, take a look at the magnificent, highest resolution prints of famed artist James Ferentino. I'm telling you, folks, you got to see this. It's stuff is great. great. Check really out is. the link here on the screen. And you'll be amazed at renderings of some of the greats like Clemente, Ruth, Brady, Jordan, Petroselli, some of the great, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, the greatest athletes to ever grace the sports landscape. No kidding. The very affordable limited editions capture every shade of the original work. And yes, they're individually signed by James. Prices for these art gems range between $200 and $400. <laughs> Give me five of them right now. I know. And will look spectacular in your office or collectibles room. Typically, a James original sells for five figures, but you can purchase one of his affordable reproductions now and cherish it forever. Go to James Fiorentino. That's James, J-A-M-E-S, Fiorentino, F-I-O-R-E-N-T-I-N-O.com slash store and purchase your personal work of art. James Ferentino, in our opinion, is the greatest sports artist on the planet. It, it, he is. He really is spectacular. I, I Jordan, amazing. you know James? Uh, not personally, but I've seen his work, yeah. I I mean, his nice his work is just off the charts. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> I believe uh, the latest cover of PSA Magazine uh, was done by James. Yeah. Just a wonderful, wonderful uh Artist and, a, and just a great, great guy. Um, Jackie Robinson items. You've got quite a few of them. Yeah, we have. My favorite in the auction is the uh, the vintage signed 1950 Bowman. We actually got that from a collection of vintage signed cards. So it's hobby fresh. No one um, authenticated it before us. We sent it to PSA. 
They graded it. It's tied for the highest graded one in the entire world. Um, it's sitting at maybe 13 or 14,000, including the premium right now. And it's just such a sharp card to look at. It's the little square cards, perfect autograph. You can't really get much better than that. You know, Rico, he has uh, some wonderful, wonderful vintage Boston Red Sox items. Uh, I mean, amazing. Tell us some of the items uh, from that Boston collection. Yeah, we have game-used jerseys, game-used bats. I mean, a little bit of, of everything. We like to start at, you know, low-end, mid-end, and high-end stuff for everyone. Not I just mean, trying you to had, Did I see a, a picture of the 1916 uh, Red Sox that you guys have? I think, I think it was a... 1916, huh? I 19, think so. Yeah, all the way back 1916. Yeah, it was Rico's rookie year. Rookie, actually, you're in the picture, Rick. <laughs> oh, very, very, very. I, I, listen. Uh, but I got a question uh, uh, for Jordan. Jordan, in the more modern cars, I think you mentioned that early on the show uh, when you came on. But uh, who's hot? You know what? I say who's hot. Who does everybody want? Otani, MVP, uh, Tr uh, Trump. You know who's the who's Trump. the real? <laughs> what I say, Trump, Trout. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Trout. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, Trump, he was a second baseman for the, uh, for the Orioles. Freddie, Freddie Trump. Yeah, right. Yeah. Who's hot? Um, right now, it, a lot of people are hot, actually. it's Basketball is really taking over. Um, John Moran. So I mean, Moran is like, he's, he's off the chart. Huge. Who John really? Moran is, yeah. Every day, it seems like people are posting their John Moran cards. It's like so much fun to be involved with him because he was in the shadow of Zion for this for years. And now yeah. people are realizing how good he is and his values are now getting to that level where they should be. Um, but other than him, Brady, I mean, Brady's going to be hot 24 seven for the rest of his life. Oh, even sure. after he passes, he's baseball. He's just though. Man. On baseball, baseball. Yeah. Baseball. Trout, yeah. Trout Soto, um, Jason Dominguez. Who else? Um, what about Franco? What about Franco? Yeah, Franco. he's up there. All, all the big rookies. Otani's up there. Um, yeah. I said Soto before. Just the kid from you know, the uh, season, Toronto. Uh, Bichette. Bo Bichette, you mean? Yeah. No. Well, well yeah. not him, but the other kid. Uh, oh, uh, Field. Uh, no, oh, Vladdy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Vlad's Vlad kid. Vlad, yeah. Wow, interesting. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Bobby Witt. Bobby Witt, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. young Bobby, young Bobby. I, I, faced, I faced his father, I think, now. Actually, you uh, may, oh, no, no, Bobby Witt was after you, Rico, wasn't he? No, uh, his father was uh, dim, yeah. No, no, seriously. Well, I'm what, serious. Was it I Bobby Witt? His grandfather, Dim Witt. <laughs> horrible, horrible. It's one of those days. I, I think I was. Horrible, absolutely yeah, horrible. Know, I, when does your auction end? Uh, uh, Tomorrow. Next Saturday, March 12th. <laughs> when, oh, when is it then? It's just silly. March 12th, next Saturday. Next Saturday. All right. So yeah. it's really uh, four days from now because this is next Wednesday. And your website oh, yeah. address? What's today? Leland's.com. Leland's.com. Great. It's a great company. No, yeah, it really is. You guys have done a great job. All right. Listen, yeah. we're going to take a quick break. Uh, mm -hmm. When we come back, Rico and I are going to talk about the lockout hang in there we will be right back if you are a discerning collector interested in owning the most important pieces in the hobby look no further than leland's auctions 
the original sports auction and appraisal house, Leland's was established in 1985 by legendary pioneer founder Joshua Leland Evans. And today, President Mike Hefner carries on the tradition. From the Tom Brady card and memorabilia collection, to the famed Boston Garden auction, to high-end card auctions from every major sport, Leland's has always maintained the highest standards. Go to Leland's.com and get your bid in. That's Leland's, the hobby's leading sports auction house for four decades. It's often been said that championships are won on the practice field, and world records come only to those willing to work harder than everybody else. Heritage Auctions is the world's largest collectibles auctioneer because we believe that becoming the best is only an invitation to the challenge of remaining the best. This requires the skills of the hobby's top experts, capable of identifying and maximizing value for our consigners. It requires the most visited website in the industry, courting a global audience of collectors over a million and a half strong. It requires a dedicated press department that expands our global reach far beyond the entrenched hobby marketplace. It's hard work, but a simple premise. Present the finest collectibles to the largest population of potential buyers, and world records will come. We invite all listeners to put the unmatched power of Heritage Auctions to work for you. Auction evaluations are always free, and our commission-based fee structure ensures that our interests are always aligned. The highest possible price for your collectibles. There will always be new world records to chase, so let's chase them together. Visit our website at ha.com and request your no-obligation review today. With record-breaking sales from everything from the white border T206 Hollandus Wagner for $3.12 million to some great items that support the Jackie Robinson Foundation, Golden Auctions has set the highest standards for the finest in sports cards, autographs, and game-used memorabilia. We're always accepting consignments of high-end premium sports treasures or entire collections. Please register for our next auction and bid now at goldenauctions.com. That's golden with an I. We at Golden Auctions are committed to providing unsurpassed customer service for the discriminating collector. That's exactly why we're the leader in the industry. Visit goldenauctions.com or call 856-767-8550. Remember, Golden Auctions. We don't just break records, we shatter them. Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auction and Collectibles Company. If you're looking to maximize your return on your sports cards and collectibles, look no further. We at Memory Lane Auction House offer you several options to achieve top dollar for your collectibles. Whether you're looking to auction or sell privately, we're the number one choice with over 17 years in the hobby. Nobody will work harder to achieve your goals. Just call us today at 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE. Or visit us on the web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Go with the best. Go with Memory Lane. Pristine Auction is a family-owned and operated online auction specializing in autographed memorabilia, sports cards, coins, art, and collectibles. Since their founding in 2010, they've grown to two facilities in Phoenix, Arizona, totaling over 60,000 square feet. Jared Cavalier and an incredible staff of over 150 team members serve a very large customer base and enjoy every minute of it. By working with leading authentication companies, Pristine ensures all items are 100% authentic. 
In addition, third-party authenticators regularly travel to Pristine Auction to provide authentication services on-site. Pristine Auction strives to operate its business in a way that's honoring to God, their families, and their customers. With a strong focus on speed, quality, and premier customer service, their mission is to be the leading online auction for every level of collector and fan. Pristine also works for Hope Sports and Identity Hoops International, traveling to Mexico to build houses for the less fortunate. Pristine Auction offers several online auction formats with thousands of auctions ending each day. For more information, go to pristineauction.com. That's Pristine Auction, the best in the business. Sarah found out camping... What was that? Wasn't her thing. So she eBay forwarded her tent to Tom, who just had to get out of his house. But Tom needed road trip money, so he eBayed the crock pot he never used to Steve, who wanted to turn the heat up on date night. But Steve needed counter space, so he sold his decanter... Thought it was a vase. ...to Sarah, who'd found a new outdoor hobby. Red. eBay. Sell something and make room for something new. Well, eBay is the place to go, folks, for all of your memorabilia, sports or non-sports cards, autographs, and much more. Whether it's a gift for that special someone, Which or you want to... Might be look okay. Just add, yeah, well, I got a gift for you, I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, just add to your collection. Uh, eBay's huge marketplace should be your first stop. And if you sell, now's the time to flip your cards and get some extra cash. I shop on eBay for all my stuff all the time. Uh, it's great. Uh, that's eBay connecting buyers and sellers globally. You know, I bought a lot of stuff in eBay in the last couple of weeks too. A lot of cards, buying some yeah. cards, selling some cards, buying, it's, selling, selling, buying. Yeah, you know. but it's uh, whatever. It's you fun. Need. It's fun. Yeah. All right, listen. Uh, before we uh, have a giveaway, let's talk about our friend Joe Drellick. CSA Shows is proud to present the Chantilly Show, being held on April first to April third. Held at the Dulles Expo Center in Chant Chantilly, Virginia, just minutes from the Dulles International Airport, celebrating over 25 years at the same location, there'll be over 300 dealer tables exhibiting on over 100,000 square feet of space. With both vintage cards, sports cards, and memorabilia, as well as modern-day sports treasures, you're not going to have to look very far for that special card, bat, ball, or autograph. Major auction, house, major auction houses and third-party grading companies will be on site to assist you with your collecting and authentication needs. Some of the greatest players to ever grace the gridiron are scheduled to appear, including NFL Hall of Famers, Chris Carter, Jim Kelly, Barry Sanders, Emmett Smith, along with Super Bowl champion Tony Dorsett, our own Patriots running back, Damian Harris, and many, many more. For more information, go to www.csashows.com. That's the Chantilly Show, where you can find all of your sports collectibles treasures. All right, our giveaway, Reek. Hey, this is kind of cool. This is an mm -hmm. eight and a half by 11 autographed photo of my paisan, Rico Petroselli. Rico was about, uh, I would say you were about, 25, 26 there, Rick? Exactly. Really? Right? Nice yeah, picture. Yeah, no, real, it's in Winter Haven. Ellen, Ellen, you know, she sticks you all hot. She goes, you know, he was really hot looking. I, I, I don't buy that, but oh, well, whatever. You know, women have a different uh, perspective on guys. They'll say, this guy's good looking. We look at him. We got to be kidding. Yeah, exactly. There's something about that, really. You know, like she always thought Dick Raditz was hot, too. 
Oh man, the monster, <laughs> the monster. All right, this week's winner. Yeah. Out of the Staten Island Joe bag is <laughs> sorry, Staten Island Joe wins. Again, oh. he's out. Sorry, Joe, gonna, you're out. Gonna get somebody else? Yeah. Yeah, Staten Island's not gonna win that. He, of course he's, not. he's too cheap. He he charged <laughs> me for the bag. <laughs> oh, good guy. Chris Rinaldi. Chris, Chris Rinaldi is this week's uh, winner. Chris is one of, the, I believe, one of the Tobacco Row guys. Yeah. So all of you guys on T-Row, if you know Chris, somebody contact him. Chris, you have one week. No excuses. You have one week to get in touch with me. Email, uh, text me, message me, whatever you whatever you can do. We don't hear from you in a week. Yeah. You're out. That's hey, week, we got, a, we got about a few minutes left. Real quickly. Yeah. Rico, this lockout is is like embarrassing. Embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, I, is it the players, is it the owners, or is it both? Both. That's both. Listen, uh, I, I'm I understand that they got to do this. You know what I mean? They got to negotiate, but they had so much time to be able to do it. Now, <clears throat> just to give you an idea, sure, the players are making a ton of money, and they yeah. they want more. Why? Well, the owners are making a ton of money. Now, NBC wants to do games for $150 million. I don't know, 30 games? Yeah, that's another deal. Plus all the rest. I mean, it's hey, a You know what it is? It's sad, though, Rico. It's sad I because, know you, know, it. you know, let me tell you something. I, like, I have tickets. Well, I had tickets for next week or the week after. Big change, right? Sox, Sox, Marlins, right down the street. That's not happening. But you know who's suffering, Rico? The vendors, the guys That's selling right. hot dogs, the oh, guys yeah. selling hot dogs in the street, you know, those at Fenway Park first two weeks, the, the sausage guy, you know, yeah, sure. guys like that are going to take a beating. So, well, I, you know, you have I you agree. have millionaires, you have millionaires fighting billionaires. Uh, right. So who loses? The average fan. Very, well, very you know sad. how much money they bring into when they have uh, full spring training, how much they bring into these cities. Tampa just uh, oh, announced. Good point. I didn't even think of that. 80, they said, well, the season, 83 million. Uh, Fort Myers has two teams, Red Sox and Twins. They bring in almost 70-some million. This is for six weeks. People come down. The restaurants, you know, they spend money. Unbelievable. Uh, it's really sad. All the others as well. Hey, you listen, know, we, we, got about, we got about a minute and a half left. I want to sure. get your take on, I don't know if you read about, uh, obviously, in Boston, we lost... Probably, in my opinion, the greatest analyst analyst that we've ever had, Jerry Remy, the late Jerry Remy, passed yeah. away in October. Uh, what do you think of uh, who they're going to have replacing him? Have you read about that, Rick? No, I haven't. I they, tell you. They're, re they're replacing him with uh, Kevin Euclid, Tony Maserati, which I find very surprising. Tony's a local uh, uh, talk uh, sports talk host in Boston. And I can't remember who the third guy is. Not oh, Lou Maloney? Uh, no, Kevin Millar. Kevin Millar. Kevin Millar, man, he's yeah, good. Kevin's good. He's Kevin's good. good. So they're gonna, they're gonna, and, and obviously Eckersley, your buddy Eckersley will be there. Oh, too. he's good. Uh, yeah, he should. Yeah, Eck, Eck does a good <laughs> job. Good. So they're really replacing Jerry with three guys, and Eck's gonna, you know, have his uh, his same uh, whatever. One of three guys, or all three are gonna switch off. No, they're gonna switch off. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna switch all off. Right. So. It's going to be interesting right. to see how Maserati does. All right, listen, mm -hmm. we're just about out of time. Rico, have a great Fun week. Show. You too. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go for a bike ride now. I think I'm going to go yeah. for a nice long should bike go. ride. Well, <laughs> yeah, I think you should. A real long bike ride. Go to go to <laughs> Miami.
no, listen, say hi to Ellen and, and you take it easy because you're getting older, you know. You're not I know, a I am. And, and listen, by the way, uh, Rico and I will be back in the studio in about uh, four or five weeks. Uh, we're looking forward to it. I love being sitting next to you where I can get you in a headlock. You can right. give me noogies, you know, stuff I like know. that. Well, you know, the only thing is I might boycott uh, protests with those placards and stuff. Uh, the same. That's, that's okay. You can do that. All right, with that being said, right. Rick, have a great week. Say hi to Elsie. I want to unionize. I want to unionize the show. David right. and Chrissy, uh, right. great job as always. Into our Finally. Viewers, listeners, you can listen to us everywhere now. Uh, yeah. Facebook, YouTube, Alexa, uh, 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 Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio 980. Great. We're all over the place. With that great. being said, we love you guys as always. Happy collecting. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.